This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. Try Squarespace at squarespace.com and enter offer code SPILLED at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about pickles. Woohoo! I am a little bit nervous about today's episode, uh, partly because we haven't recorded in a while, and partly because I feel... Unlike some of the things we do, pickles is an inherently funny, it's at least an inherently funny word, I right? noticed that you said pickles is. <laughs> Pick, my, where, where are my pickles at, is what I guess I'm if we're talking about the word pickles, pickles Or the word is. pickle. It is an inherently funny thing. Is it just because like of the shape of it or? I think it's a funny I, sounding word, you know. I don't think cucumbers are inherently very funny. No, and we did a cucumber episode that everyone should go back and listen to to see how unfunny that probably was. <laughs> um, pickle, we, pickle rhymes with tickle, and yeah, everybody knows when it. you start talking about tickling, it just it leads to dirty places. Well, isn't isn't like a pickle tickle an expression? Like <laughs> or, that, or like that really tickles my pickle? Is that that that's a thing everyone says, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah, so so we went there already. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, this could go, this could get dirty. It could get obvious. It's like... It could be all of the above. Yes. In However... Fact, it already is. But we've got we've got six jars of pickles between us. And we haven't eaten lunch yet, so, so, so we're hungry. We're yeah, hungry for some Unfortunately, one of the things that I learned in buying pickles is that pickles have no calories, so... Oh, they're not gonna... This is like when June says to me, I'm hungry, I want a lollipop. Exactly. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We don't eat lollipops if we're hungry. Right. That's not going to do anything for you. No, you eat lollipops if you're sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's what everybody knows. Yes. Um, yeah, no, and you eat pickles if you're lonely. There are rules for these things. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's, let's walk down memory lane, as always. I did not like pickles as a kid. <laughs> Next. Wait, any kind of pickle? Uh, uh, wait, hold on. Okay. We should specify that oh, yeah. this episode is about cucumber pickles. Yeah, like the classic American cucumber pickle that you would get out of a barrel or a jar. 
or or like your grandma's basement. Yeah. So uh, so you didn't like any kind of pickle as a kid. Uh, you mean like dill pickles or sweet pickles? Yeah. No, I didn't. I don't know why. I, I think I was like making assumptions about pickles and like a lot of these things that like I didn't like as a kid. Then when I tasted it, I was like, oh, wait, why was I scared of this? Hmm. You know? It is a really strong flavor. It is. Yeah. yeah. Like vinegary, right? Yeah. So, uh, well, let's let's talk about my childhood let's, then. Let's do that. So my dad really liked dill pickles. Mm-hmm. Um, he scorned sweet pickles or bread and butter pickles. Um, is that, does everybody call, is that what sweet pickles are called in general? Bread and butter pickles? I think those are synonymous. I don't know like where the term came from, but uh, certainly like all the different brands I looked at, they had like the dill pickles and the bread and butter pickles. Uh, occasionally okay. they were called sweet pickles, but I know, I think it's just one of those things someone said, like, you know, that sounds good. Let's all steal that. Great. Okay. Yeah, I like I like the word bread and butter. Yeah, yeah, who absolutely. Doesn't like that? It really butters my bread that and tickles my pickle. That word is my bread and butter. Yes. Um. No, anyway, my dad loved kosher dill pickles. He always bought Clausen. And, and we've got Clausen. And always scorned Vlasic, because okay. the Clausen ones are Klausen. I mean, Klausen ones. They're really classy. They are really classy. <laughs> they are kept um, in the cold case. Yes. At your your grocer. <laughs> when you say which is cold also case, refrigerator. <laughs> well, there's that. But also, do you, you mean know, that mean, they're evidence those, in I, an old crime? <laughs> exactly. I mean, they're they're part of that old show we all loved called Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> Wait, wasn't there also a show called Cold Case? <laughs> I, I just remember... Well, I certainly you, I remember Unsolved Mysteries. Do you Mystery. remember the host of Unsolved was Mysteries? Was it Robert Stack? Oh, it was Robert Stack, and he was so grave. Yeah, did he have, like, time. kind of big hair? It was kind of a little tall on Yeah, It was, was coiffed. Yeah. It was a little tall on top. Absolutely. And he had very taut facial skin, um, as I recall. Yeah, I like how if you host one of those shows, you have to, like, sort of demonstrate through your whole demeanor that you really care a lot yeah. about solving these unsolved mysteries. It's, like, it per- personally important to, to you, probably because of some, uh, you know, mystery in your own past. Yeah. We should we should call up some unsolved mysteries on YouTube and link to them. Oh, some episodes. Yeah, yeah. because there may be some people out there these days who um, are too young to have seen it. I was worried you were going to say are getting old, Matthew. That you were going to say, "Hey, you and I should solve some unsolved mysteries." Because <laughs> well, as much as I like to think of myself <laughs> as a gumshoe, I don't know if I actually have the chops. You totally just wanted to say gumshoe. I really wanted yeah. to say gumshoe. Anyway, anyway, so we always bought Klausen, and I remember once I think we bought Vlad. And they're just not as good because they're shelf stable. Well, we'll see about that. We they're have heated. them here. Clausen I mean, says always chilled, never heated. Right. right on and the that's lid. that's always been their ad campaign. And it's a brilliant ad campaign because, you know, they show their pickle like uh, on the commercial or in the magazine. So ad, and then the they make the competitors pickle look like compost. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of compost, yeah, um, this has nothing to do with anything related to this episode, but uh, it's autumn in Seattle, and a thing that happens during autumn in Seattle is leaves fall off of trees, and uh, our apartment manager, bless his heart, was out raking leaves and putting them into like big leaf bags yeah. um, to, to go to, I don't know, the leaf recycling yep. plant right um and uh he he had packed these leaves into this big garbage bag and left it for a couple of days like right out in front of the building and in did it such start, a way like melting no it's just that it looked exactly like a body bag and i kept going out and, and thinking like i'm gonna get used to this like the seventh time i walk past it and i'm not gonna think oh shit there's a corpse on my lawn but every yeah, single somebody, time when somebody comes along and replaces the bag of leaves with a body bag you're not gonna be able to tell the difference that is that is exactly 
exactly be desensitized. That's going to be the cold case. Yes. Well, good eventually. Thing, good right thing now, we have some clouds and pickles. Still, did people say hot case? I mean, people say like the hot case. I think they say like she's a real Wait, I, hot mess. <laughs> okay, but that doesn't mean that she got murdered. Oh no! So is a hot case the opposite of a cold case? Well, like, I don't think like it, it's a case that you really have lots of leads in. Yeah, like it <laughs> happened recently. We pretty much know who did it. It's going to be a terrible TV show <laughs> because there's no mystery at all. So we pretty so much if saw it's the on guy. CSI, they're going to have to show extra cleavage, and Horatio Kane <laughs> is going to have to do lots of like close up looking to the side with his sexy eye. We are going to need triple the one liners. Yeah, triple yeah. the one liners, three liners. Okay. <laughs> We used to, I think, buy the whole dill pickles, not the spears. Yep. And I think that we would always cut them into like quarters. Like lengthwise into lengthwise spears. Lengthwise into yeah. spears. And I, I don't know when we ate them. Like maybe <laughs> I think we just sort of snacked on them. Like I think that if you're going to keep pickles around the house, the time to eat them is when you're cooking dinner and having a beer. Oh, that is absolutely. That's I, when you eat your pickles. I, I could not agree more. At the same time, like a pickle, like a pickle spear as the side for a grilled cheese sandwich really yes. appeals to me. Like a, a fatty kind of sandwich. Like yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Cause I the, don't I don't want a pickle next to just any old sandwich. No, I, I agree with that. Now, when do you want do you ever want a pickle on a sandwich? I like pickle slices mm. on a burger. You know, I think we've talked before about my occasional love for the McDonald's quarter pounder. Uh-huh. We were and talking about it earlier today, in fact. They have some um, kosher dill, or I say kosher dills, and I think of that as like a certain flavor. When they're not necessarily kosher. But anyway, they have dill pickle slices on there, don't they? Um, I love that combination with the American cheese and the ketchup and the chopped onion. I I, bel- I don't have a real sense of whether they're dill or they sweet do. pickles, but no, I they're certainly... not. They're okay. not sweet pickles. All right, uh-uh. then yes. Um, the way you said, it, I imagine like a whole pickle sitting on top of a <laughs> yeah. the bun, kind of just curving around it. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Um, but anyway, I don't remember. How do you feel about tuna salad? I do not like it. Well, because I remember as a kid growing up in Oklahoma, it was. A fairly common thing if you ordered tuna salad somewhere that it would have like sweet pickle relish in it. Oh, right. And my mom always kind of scorned that. And so I grew up scorning it and I had it recently and I was like, this is kind of delicious, even though I don't generally like sweet pickles. I don't remember the last time I had relish. As you know, um, I I had was a condiment, I had a condiment phobic childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still in recovery from that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a cold it's a cold case that's still burning hot within me. <laughs> I can um, tell you the last time I had relish, please. So <laughs> that's what I was that's what I was working up to trying trying to figure out how to ask this personal yes, question. Yeah. So um, in late 2010, I think it was. <laughs> what, what was the date? <laughs> no, I actually remember because so my friend Ben loves. Las Vegas, which is really weird because usually Ben and I agree on a lot of things, and I detest Las Vegas. I'm so sorry, listeners in Las Vegas. I've never been, just, so I'm gonna I'm gonna arbitrate not this my dispute. Scene. But anyway, Ben loves to play blackjack and is quite good at it. And so Ben talked me and Brandon into buying tickets, like in sort of that dead zone between Christmas and New Year's. We were able to get really cheap tickets, and we went to Las Vegas, and we got like one of those. Um, like Priceline deals on a hotel. Oh boy! And we the three was of us, it haunted? The three of us shared a room at Circus Circus, 
Um, and one of the R's was out on the sign, so it was actually Circa Sikus. Okay. <laughs> and so yeah, the way so you pronounce that, it's as if you, you that means something and you know what it is. <laughs> anyway, so we paid like $38 for this hotel room. Was there a buffet? The three of us piled in there. All of us, I should add, in our mid-30s, like past the age in which oh, you're, yeah. you're going to be sharing a hotel room this with is your not, friends. This is not appropriate. And then we proceeded to spend the next two days trying to spend as little money as we could in Las Vegas, which is almost impossible. It sounds like a raging good time. It was a horrible trip. Brandon and I had just put an offer on our first house and were exceptionally short on cash. Uh huh. And yet we found these cheap tickets but and we that's went why for you it. Went and to, so to win one big. day, so one day we Ben had heard about this lunch special at one of the, <laughs> the casinos. And it was and, just a, just a fucking vat of relish. <laughs> no, for four dollars, okay, you could get a twelve ounce beer and a hot dog. Okay, okay and that so we good. went. And Ben and I shared a 12... Brandon scorned the, the casino hot dog, but Ben and I shared a hot dog Lady in the Tramp style with cream cheese and relish and mustard. And it was delicious. There's a picture of us somewhere like eating this hot dog Lady in the Tramp style. I feel like... In a really trashy like casino. Lady in the Tramping a hot dog like in front of your husband it at was a sleazy hot. Vegas buffet with another man is like... It is what that, Vegas like, was made for. Exactly. It's a thing that happens happens in Vegas it that only should happens stay in, in Vegas, Vegas. Yeah, yes. but anyway that's the last time I ate relish and there was relish on the okay yeah yeah. Um, that I mean that's a that's better the, story. That than is you really were an amazing story. Right? It really is. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I'm never going yes. to Las Vegas again. My yeah, my story like I don't have a relish story, but I feel like if it, if I did have a relish story, it would be of the genre like, oh yeah, last year I ate some relish. Yeah, no. I was staying in Circus Sikus <laughs> yeah, with Ficus, my best Ficus. friend and my husband. <laughs> And eating hot dogs, lady in the tramp style, with a man who was not my spouse. Um, was is there's a there's like a CSI Las Vegas, right? Or is it? Yeah, I think so. Um, what, Lots did of you... overhead shots of the MGM Grand. Oh, sure. Were you called upon to solve any any lurid crimes? <laughs> I wasn't. This is, this is genuinely like a thing that that has gotten into my brain from watching too much TV. Is that at some point I am going to be called upon to solve a crime? Like, no, I don't really believe this is going to happen. But like, you know, you know how like there are things like you can intellectually say, OK, you know, I know this is not realistic, but like some like lizard brain part of you is like, this is totally going to happen. I, I think like I'm going to get roped in like, you know, we need you. And like, for some reason, we think you have like deductive abilities. You know what, Matthew? Uh-huh. Maybe for your birthday, I'll I'll see if I can arrange this. Okay, for you. this we're gonna go not, to Las Vegas. Do not throw me one of those like solve a murder mystery with your friends parties because <laughs> I've done that and it's not very interesting. Oh wait, you've done that? <laughs> yes, really? Uh, not in a long time, but I have done that. I mean, I mean, it's it, okay. It's fun. I, I'm like I'm like bad mouthing it the, for no in, reason in the the library with the with the pipe. Yes, we 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 just played a big game of Clue. <laughs> no, it's like you know, I, people have like things they're supposed to read off about their part in the case. Like it'll be real interesting if I describe <laughs> how this works. Okay, Great. what I what Let's, I'm saying is, some pickles. We we need to eat some pickles and we need to solve this cold case murder by the end of the episode. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. 
Now, I don't like to brag. Okay, I, I kind of do. But I was there in the early days of the web. I built a website like before there were any tools for building websites. As just we like, know, you're very old, Matthew. That's right. What I'm saying is I'm very old. I've built my first website basically with a hammer and chisel <laughs> and a little bit of HTML. And I'm so glad that uh, the need to do that is no longer with us thanks to Squarespace. Squarespace has all of these beautifully designed templates. What, there are like 20 of them, Matthew? Is At that least. Right? And they can make it easy for you to design pretty much any kind of website you want, whether it's a, a simple blog, whether it's a complicated blog, yep. even, um, a portfolio, uh, an online store. Yeah. Say you have a restaurant, as some of us in the room do. You know, restaurant websites can be so complicated. You know, restaurateurs are incredibly busy people. Web design is often not the thing they're best at. Squarespace <laughs> is perfect for this. You can make a beautiful are you still looking. Are talking about me, Matthew? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Go on. Honestly, I don't know. I, here's here's what I'm going to say, Molly. I'm sure your web design skills are way like in the in the top twenty percent, but I bet <laughs> mm-hmm. Squarespace could still make you look better. You know, and, and I mean your website, not you personally. Oh, oh, I'm glad you clarified that. Um, you know what I also like about Squarespace is like it's pretty cheap. Yeah, and I mean that in a, a good month. way. Eight, it starts at eight bucks a month if you sign up for a whole year. You get a free domain name, and we have a special offer code here at Spilled Milk. If you enter the offer code SPILLED, you get 10% off your first purchase, and you get to show Squarespace that uh, you like spilled milk. Yeah, maybe we should say it's inexpensive, but it never looks cheap. Squarespace, once again, if you want to take that and use it for your slogan, you know, (laughs) we'll we'll sell it to you for just, I don't know, $100,000. Instead, let's actually use the Squarespace slogan. Build it beautiful. Let's start with... I think we need to start with Klausen. I think absolutely, yes. Okay. How are we going to get them out of the jar? How are we going to get the jar open? I don't know. I don't have, like, meaty man arms. (laughs) I do. Okay. Okay. Watch this. I'm totally going to be able to open this one, Matthew. Can't. Yes! (laughs) Okay. I I passed Molly the jar, and she opened it. No problem. (laughs) I'm going to take the little pickle. Okay. Oh, wow. It looks so weird when you pull a pickle out of a pickle jar. This one curves to the right. Does it? <laughs> oh. Okay. oh. Oh. Oh, that's iconic. That is correct. Mm hmm. You know, it ends a little like high pitched. <laughs> when you say it ends, you mean you get when you get to the other end of the pickle? <laughs> okay. What is the other end of the pickle a title of? <laughs> Okay, let's not eat too much of this. Okay. Let's save our appetites because these pickles are so filling. Let's, yeah, let's not fill up on these zero-calorie pickles. Yeah, for real. Seriously, a third of a pickle is five calories. Okay, there you go. Wow, if we eat enough of these, we might have, like, enough for, like, a like a, an eighth of a lunch. Yeah. Should we now go to the Vlasic? I think we should go to the Vlasic, yes. So what I'd like to point out about the Vlasic ones is that the brine is much more yellow. It's kind of urine mm. I wonder, <laughs> urine. And there's a... A, a difficult to distinguish bird that is on the logo. Of yeah, I w- I'm sure this bird mascot has a name. Oh, now Molly's having trouble <laughs> opening the pickles. Um, I have one of those jar opener things. Here, I, Matthew. I think right. I loosened it a bit. All right, let's you. see. I feel like in this seated position, we should record the show at like standing desks. So I have leverage to open this pickle jar. The Vlasic label says Big Crunch since 1942. And there's this bird that is maybe like a, 
Matthew was thinking it was a pelican, but the the shape of its beak is all wrong. Yeah. Is it like a a stork? Molly. Are they bringing us pickles from like the cabbage patch? (laughs) Okay. First of all, yes. Secondly, who who are you to say that the the shape of the beak is wrong? I'm, I'm, oh, look at your jar opener, Matthew. It works. Oh my God. Wow. Matthew, these pickles are so big, they're intimidating. Oh, really? Oh, except that I, found, isn't. I found the littlest Yeah, one. you got the little nubbly one. You know, one. so just in kind of shaking off the brine, it's got a bit more of a wobble than the Clausen ones. Uh, these are, these are, uh. These have a real yellow tint to they them. They contain yellow number five. Oh, Gross. Ew, this tastes disgusting. This is bad. Why do these exist? And, Ugh. They, and they squeak weirdly. Ew. Okay, so we've determined that the Clausen commercial is 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. Oh, Clausen. I, I had to eat another bite of the Clausen just to cleanse my palate. Woo. Ooh. That was terrible. Vlasic? That's weird. No. No. But, I mean, it's like... Different enough and unique enough that I, I feel like probably there's someone for whom that is their their perfect pickle. I'm sure if you I'm sure if you grew up with it. Yeah, if you grew up with this pickle. God, opening jars is the worst. Why okay, do people Matthew, put things get in your jars? Jar opener again. Okay, so next we're doing the Trader Joe's brand kosher dills. These are all I should say. These are all whole. None of them are spears. Do you ever buy pickles and spears? I generally buy the whole pickles, but I don't have any explanation for why, because sometimes I do cut them in spears. I don't even buy pickles that often. Yeah, I don't buy pickles. The only pickles I really ever buy are cornichons. Oh, and because I wanna, they're French. I want to talk about, they have that like wonderful, like almost like do it. up your nose, like vinegary yes. thing. And they also sometimes come with like this little basket in the jar and like as you slowly eat them out you pull up on this handle and it lifts the pickles from the bottom of the jar i i don't i don't think i've ever seen this so i really like oh shoot what's the brand is it like beaufort or something like it's that probably, probably something french like yeah, that probably something french like that they've got the the pickle basket the cornichon basket gaston and my friend carrie um carrie jones this is a shout out to you Hey, Carrie. Carrie had a pickle fork. Carrie loves pickles. Like, and I remember in college. I mean, it takes some real devotion to have a pickle fork in college. At, um, it was like a long fork that was kind of stabby. It was kind of. It, it, it looked. <laughs> wait, did you just say it was kind of stabby? <laughs> well, it like she like, only stabbed people with it sometimes. You know what? It looked like. Um, uh, have you ever seen um like an like an oyster fork, like yes. a seafood fork. Uh-huh. It looked like that, only longer. So, like, how many tines did it have? Two, I think. So it was like kind of like like one of those barbecue forks, but smaller. A, oh yeah, like a meat fork. Yeah, meat fork. Only the the tines were shorter. Okay, now this this pickle is like this braced. One, okay, this one feels wobbly, like the Vlasic did. And it was not sold refrigerated, and it's not good. It's better than Vlasic, though. Yeah, but it's still not good. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna cleanse my palate with Klausen again. Would you yep. ever buy pickles and slices? Mm. No, I mean, not, I was going to say not, not unless I'm like stocking up for a picnic, but we've already determined on the show that I hate picnics. So yeah, what, when say, would I when, ever when do would that? You be doing that? Okay. So next we're going to taste. Yeah. Not, not unless I'm like preparing for one of my extreme sports trips. Whoa. Hold up. Let's, let's read a little bit about this next one. Okay. Bubby's kosher dill pickles, gold medal, best pickle in America. According to whom? Sh- 
chefs in America is what it says beneath there. Refrigerate until the last pickle is enjoyed. And it says around the top, shake until cloudy. Okay, do it. Because they are gluten-free, rich with live cultures, and absolutely delicious. Huh. Now, this one is sold refrigerated. Oh. Yes. Well, Matthew. Uh-huh. This is not a vinegar pickle. Uh, I don't know if any of them so far are. Wait a minute, are you a, a dill, serious? A dill pickle is not supposed to be made with vinegar. Yeah, let's get into this. Wait a minute, really? No, you're right. Uh, now, the, the Vlasic and the Trader Joe's are- Clausen, have, Clausen is fresh cucumbers water distilled vinegar. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay, no, I'm so I'm so, wrong about this. So, so there's this, two ways to go so with it. this is a salt pickle. Right. So, I mean, a cucumber comes with everything it needed to ferment itself, just but, like we all do. <laughs> <laughs> so- in the past, I have not really loved salt salt pickles. Okay, so I didn't even realize we were setting up a, a salt versus vinegar showdown. Oh, smell it. They always have kind of this kimchi smell. Get away from that. Oh, it smells great to me. Oh, I, I really like that one. I think of this as like a classic like New York. What's the whole like half sour versus sour thing? We're t- you and I are terrible pseudo-Jews. Pseudo Judas. For not understanding like East Coast pickle culture. I feel like it's like we're a disgrace to our people. Here's what I know. You go down to Gus Gus Pickles in the on the Lower East Side, which may or may not still exist. You pull a pickle out of a barrel. It probably costs 50 cents. I'm making all of this up, except Gus Pickles is or was a real place. I assume the the half sour is not fermented as long as the full sour, and so it's got some more residual sugar. I'm, again, it, this is pure speculation. I mean, this is a cold case we're talking about. Not <laughs> we don't have all the facts, so we do, have to use intuition. So, how do you feel about the flavor of of the salt pickle versus the vinegar pickle? I really love the flavor of vinegar. So, I mean, while I mm. like kimchi, there's something about the funk of a salt pickle that I just don't want with my cucumber. I want that with, like, uh, Napa cabbage. I like the salt pickle better. Really? Yes. Better than your Clausen? I, I, I like them both very much, but I'm, I'm eating them side by side, and the one I want to keep chomping is the salt, the Bubby's salt pickle. Wow, okay. Have you seen the, the Portlandia, like, we'll pickle it sketch? No. Uh, we'll, we'll link to it. You know, it's exactly what you think it is. It's Ooh. a couple of people who will pickle, will pickle anything. Okay, um, I'm going to have another Clausen. Please do. Wait, you're ducking this question. Now, yeah, no, go on. Yeah, I mean, you're you're under oath. Okay. Um, what was your friend's name with the pickle fork? Carrie. Carrie Jones. Carrie Jones. Did she carry it with her at all times? No. Like like how Pierre Hermé is reputed to carry her name like, is Fleur not spelled that way. It's not like <laughs> what <laughs> spelled what way? Like Carrie. Oh, oh, oh. I was not trying. I was. You know how people always say no pun intended when they mean pun intended? Yeah. There was no, literally no pun intended there. Oh. Did she, did she, when did she have the pickle fork on her person? Like, I just remember like going to her apartment and she and I love to cook together. You know, while I'm on telling like extremely old stories about myself. Cold cases. I should specify that. So Carrie and I went to school together, like all the way up from like grade school through college. You went all the way. We went all the way. And anyway, Carrie's. So Carrie was two years older than me and her little brother, Warren, who went by the name Puffer. (laughs) (laughs) Puffer was a year younger than me and Puffer was my first kiss. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, Carrie and I have a lot in common. Do you we, wish we that both... his name wasn't Puffer? 
<laughs> no, because it's such a great story. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So anyway, um, hi, Puffer. Hi, Carrie. Anyway, I just remember going over to her house, um, going to her apartment in San Francisco, and we were cooking dinner together or something, and she had a pickle fork. Okay. Did um, What utensil did Puffer carry with him? <laughs> Puffer was really into his acoustic guitar. Okay, sure. That's a utensil. <laughs> so I, think, I think that was Puffer's utensil. Is that still his nickname? Yeah. Why was it his nickname? Oh, because when he was little... This is great. This is why I'm going to be called on to solve a crime, because I'm not afraid to ask the tough questions. <laughs> When he was a baby, apparently he was a very fussy baby, but Carrie couldn't pronounce the word fussy, and so she used to say he was a puffy baby, <laughs> and it turned into Puffer. So Carrie's the one who gave him the nickname Puffer. Awesome. Yep. Okay, we have one more pickle here that we need to taste, even though I'm sure we're going to have to palate cleanse after it. So I got, I got some Vlasic Stackers bread and butter pickles. Um, as far as I can tell, you cannot buy bread and butter pickles as whole pickles. They're they're always sliced in some way. Yeah, because nobody would want to actually take eat a, a bite whole out one. Of right. one. Yeah. So they're, they're purely a sandwich I don't topping. Want to do this? I'm I'm going to do it. I'm I'm. You've got two there, Matthew. Don't do that to yourself. No. you don't have to have that much. <laughs> this is so floppy. We're gonna uh, we need to take a picture. You know, of this. this looks like you could you could wrap something in it. Hmm. Do you think I should? I kind of don't hate this. <laughs> You know, it's it's ludicrously sweet. I certainly like it better than the uh, Vlasic dill pickle. I've had better bread and butter pickles, and I don't even like bread and butter pickles. I've had bread or butter pickles. <laughs> this is not terrible. I can imagine chopping this up and putting it on a hot dog. Yeah, or rolling it up as some sort of fancy hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> yeah, with a do, toothpick. Do and, a, and a little smoky in the middle. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh man, that is class. That mm-hmm. is that is Klaus. Um, do people still use the word hors d'oeuvre? Or, or was... oh, totally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I just grew up in a household where. But but that was a you big know, my, word my parent, in the eighties. My 80s. parents liked to entertain, of course. Oh, mm-hmm. because because they were members of society and and belonged to clubs and organizations. Yes, they were on boards. Boards, right, right, boards. right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but hors d'oeuvres was like a big thing in the eighties, and mm-hmm. I remember I, we may have talked about this hors before. Hors d'oeuvres will be served, right? That that I for a long time I had no idea whatsoever how to pronounce this word that I had seen written. Um, H- horse d'oeuvres. Yeah, I thought it was like horse d'oeuvres. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so you know, wait, wait, have you ever made dill pickles? I haven't. I've had I've had like friends who made dill pickles, like give me their homemade dill pickles that were good. Mm-hmm. That's that's we, generally how how I prefer. To approach an artisan food project <laughs> yeah. is, is to have one of my less lazy friends take it on for me. Well, it's like I brought you a jar of jam today. You did, and mm-hmm. I and I appreciate it mm-hmm. because I'm certainly not going to make jam. I love making jam. Great. Anyway, uh, we make. That's why we're friends we, for the jam. We make uh, dill pickles at Delancey. Mm-hmm. Ours are vinegar pickles, and um, they've got a little bit of a a kick to them. Um, I'm not sure why. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe red okay. pepper flakes. Maybe I bet it's something like that. Um, but anyway, they're really delicious. Um, Brandon goes to great trouble. Why didn't you bring some every summer to like pick out the perfect size pickling cucumbers at the farmer's market? Oh, so I'm glad you said that. What What to you is the perfect size of pickle? Oh, so I like it to be interpret that any way you like. <laughs> I am going to interpret your answer any way I like. I kind of really only, I don't want it to be any bigger in diameter than a quarter. <laughs> I'm talking about okay. cucumbers. Uh-huh. 
people. Now wait a minute, but I think this is getting this is this is on the the mm, you want it that big, but I would never finish that. No, it's hard to finish a whole pickle. But uh, so I think like this is a great size. That one you've already eaten two thirds of is a great size. <laughs> this was my second Clausen. Wow, because it was really the correct size. I'm feeling so disgusting from eating. <laughs> yeah, this. Many we haven't pickles. had lunch yet. Ugh. This was this was lunch. Um, but anyway, yeah, um, Kirby cucumbers are the kind yeah. that are most commonly yeah, the, used the, for the warty kind. The warty kind, and um, you know, you can find them in all different kinds of sizes at your local farmers market. Probably <laughs> is this <laughs> this is turning I'm into talking an ad about cucumbers, of course. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, um, I'm sorry I didn't bring any from Delancey. I haven't had them in a while, actually. Oh, you should try them. I hear they're great. This episode is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra could be the most comfortable bra you'll ever own. I wore mine yesterday, in fact. I'll, I'll give you a minute to think about that. I remember a couple weeks ago, you sent me a text. You said, I'm wearing my Third Love bra, and it's giving <laughs> me the most amazing cleavage, and I'm not sending you a picture. <laughs> I do remember sending you that text. <laughs> but not the picture. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> it's made of super soft memory foam that molds to your shape and truly gives you the perfect fit. As I texted you about. That's exactly yep. it. They stand behind their product so much that they're willing to let our listeners try their bra for free for 30 days. You can make their bra your bra. If you love it, keep it and they'll charge your card. If you don't, send it back and your card will not be charged. So start your free trial now at thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. Uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com uh, where we'll post probably a photo of me holding a droopy pickle slice. Maybe a, a photo of, of Matthew's sad discarded pile of pickles. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is genuinely upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. the way, like, one of them is sort of balanced on some other ones, it's like... And you're, like, partially trying to cover them up with a napkin, but sort of failing. <laughs> right. It looks, yeah, it's are you, like... Are you one of those people who, when you don't finish something on you on your plate, you sort of, like, hide it under the napkin? Yeah, <laughs> Totally. It, well, it looks like, you know, a crime, a hastily concealed crime scene. You I thought know? you were going to say it looks like a hate crime scene, because <laughs> it does. Sure. No, there's nothing funny about hate crimes. Yeah, thanks a lot, Molly. I'm sorry. Uh, way to funny. bring things down. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast, where I'm sure you're going to tell us about your favorite size of pickle. You can, what else can people do? I mean, I th- people I have think, a lot of options. I think you know, I would really like to hear from somebody who grew up with Vlasic pickles. Do you still like them now? Yeah. Like, if they were the pickles that you first thought of as pickles, do you still like them now? It, yeah, it's it's kind of puzzling. Yeah. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. It helps um, people find us. And until next time, thanks for listening to Spilled Milk. Stick a pickle fork in us. We're done. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterburton. Matthew, mm-hmm. sit down. Yes, sir. When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist, you'll want to invite everyone over. From book club to reality TV watch parties, even the in-laws. It smells amazing. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is infused with two times more essential oil versus regular Airwick Essential Mist for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is perfectly portable and effortlessly easy, the way fragrance should be. Now that's a breath of fresh Airwick.